Welcome to another edition of The Bones of Advertising. I think it's number 11. Very yes. excited to be here. I'm Craig McLeod and you're... I'm argumentative. Argumentative? I'm argumentative and I may get angry. What do you mean you're argumentative? What are you arguing with me for? I'm arguing with you because that's what I'd like to mount an argument for. The inability of people in advertising agencies to have a proper argument. Too often you just argue with me about nothing, mate. I'm so tired of your opinion. You don't no, ever no. listen to me. I don't feel heard. No, no, no. No, you talk over the top of me. Just no, so you like talk over the top of me. No, no, you talk over the top of me. If we go back and look at this bloody podcast, I tell you, we've had about 90% of the voice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. It should be more. Yeah. <laughs> You should be 99% of the voice. Well, I've got two words for you and they're going to be beeped out. (laughs) Uh, What a start. What a start. So the bone you want to talk about today, JD, is arguing in agencies. Arguments in agencies. And I think most agencies, the tension, there's a lot of tension in agencies. I think there's a natural kind of tension between... They're emotional and uh, and rational, yep. and so there is this kind of natural kind of underlying kind of you. They don't understand me. I don't understand them. It's them against me. There's all of that kind of bubbling along underneath, and as a result, there's all kinds of bloody arguments inside agencies. You just go horrendously pear shaped at the very worst time. Tell me something, JD. When when did it begin that we became these two groups of creatives and suits? Like when did that when did that start? When was the beginning of all of that? I mean, obviously they're the roles and very clear sort of you know types that need to be in those roles. But when did it start this kind of? And then I want to ask you post that. So two prong question. Stay with me. Work with me. I'm not going to get argumentative, but I want you to stay, <laughs> stay with me. Two prong question: Who is One the argument, alpha? Not two. <laughs> Who's the alpha group? Who is the alpha group? Wow. Well, let me answer the second bit first. I think the okay. alpha group, the alpha group, are the people who are higher up the food chain. Right. Okay. So if you have a uh, if you have a head of account service, yep. having an argument with a young creative person. Yeah, okay. and the head of account service will win. Yes, <laughs> like, that's not going to go well for the young creative. It's not going to go well for the young creative person. It might give them an opportunity to feel like they're winning a bit. <laughs> they won't win the argument because if they think they've won, then the head of account service just goes around the back of the building into the managing director's office and knifes the guy, knifes the creative in the back. They won't even feel it. Like you know, they'll just be walking around and suddenly. <laughs> Like just fall over dead. Who knows? What just happened? Um, But if the creative director is talking to a young account service person, then the creative director wins. Like generally. Okay. The next question, you know where it's going, don't you? What if we've got the creative director and we've got the head of account service or the head of strategy? They're having a bit of a ding dong. Who wins? I think that is where you get to the proper nub of an argument. Right. So going back to your original first question, like what's the, why are there two different, like where's the, and historically account management is all about rational and creative is all about emotional. Right? Yes. And that goes back to, you know, 
I'm sure Michelangelo, when he was painting the Sistine Chapel, like <laughs> the, yep. going back a while. Yeah, yeah. The Pope was the was the was the client, or the you know, and and probably the and probably the head of account service. He's gone. Yeah, I was just thinking a nice kind of sky blue, <laughs> and Mick has gone. Ah. I can do better than that. I can do better than that. Mr. Pope, I can do better than just a sky blue for you. Give me a couple of years and I'll show you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, so I, think the, I think the thing is, you, like, you, you, the, the problem with, with advertising agencies, and you see, I've just got up onto my high horse there. We live in a land beyond logic inside any agency that is worth its salt. There needs to be this sense of, okay, we understand the rational point you need to make. We understand uh, the the point we're trying to prove. We understand what we're trying to say. We understand who we're trying to say it to. But we also understand that the people that we're trying to say it to don't listen to logic. Like no one listens to logic. When you're out there in customer land, like they're going to buy, uh, when they go and buy a fizzy drink, are they going to buy Coke? Are they going to buy lemonade? Are they going to buy Fanta? Are they going to buy, and they won't know that until they reach their hand into the fridge and pick it out. Then they can rationalise it, but they don't listen to logic. The, The logic of the argument means nothing to them. And so you've got to figure a way of getting inside, getting behind the logic the logical barriers that customers put up. And that's why you need a good creative department who can turn this logical argument into a piece of rational magic. Remember magic, go back to that one. (laughs) And so because you can't see a logical bridge between what the argument is and what you want the customer to do, then you get this, this incredible kind of tension of, but where's the logical argument? They won't listen to logic. And so that sort of that tends to be where the tension is inside an agency. And do you think it's primarily tension around ego or is it about the dispelling of the magic or, sorry, the is it about the crafting of the magic and potentially the logical brain people not really understanding that there's no science that can really bring that component? Because don't get me wrong, we believe wholeheartedly in the fact that there's data and insights driving, but there's also that component of magic that you can't measure, that it's not possible to measure. Is that where the ego comes in and they're like, well, you're full of crap. No, you're full of crap. That's crap. What are you basing that on? I'm basing that on 12 years of instinct, intuitive knowledge, but it's still from the insights point of view, it needs to be founded in data. What, what, where's, the, where's the argument? Is it centered in ego, founded in ego? It comes from so many places. It could come from the fact that you had an argument with your wife that morning. Like, yeah, right. you know, you, you go into a, unless you go into a, a meeting, and we've both been in meetings that have just gone horribly wrong for exactly the wrong reasons, internal meetings. And so someone will come along, a young creative will come along and it'll be just the best idea anyone in the agency has ever seen, yep. ever. But if the person who needs, is the, is, the, is the gatekeeper between the agency and the client has had a bad morning and is not listening to the idea with an open heart, 
it can just it can just be dead by a thousand cuts, lying bleeding on the floor and incapable of being resuscitated. So there's all sorts of different ways that people have arguments. I mean, here you go, here you go. I had a I had an argument. I was a creative director once a long time ago. Um, <laughs> we had the NAB account, and the NAB is worth. $20 million to the agency, it's, it's supporting, it is supporting the livelihoods directly of 50 people and indirectly of 80 people. It's a massive piece of business. It's huge. Yeah. So, and we've got a, we've got a digital um, uh, creative director and he and I are having a bit, of a, a, a bit of a chat and he's come up with this idea. It's a lovely idea, but it really doesn't, answer the client's needs it doesn't talk to the customers we want to speak to it's a great idea you just bought it into the wrong room like you know one of those kind of arguments and we go through the kind of the classic you know upkeep of like it starts off with you're an ass hat you know just just a direct just a direct attack you know you're you're an idiot (laughs) was that him to you yes yeah yeah yeah, you don't understand what a good idea is. I do understand what a good idea is, and I understand that that's a very good idea. It just doesn't answer this brief. Well, the brief's wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> and so he just leaps straight from, you know, you're an ass hat. He's got straight to thermonuclear war. Like it's just a, it's this thing of he said, well, if the client's not prepared to buy an idea that we both agree is a good idea, even if it doesn't answer the brief, we should sack the client. Sack the <laughs> Yeah. We should, we should sack the nap. We should, we should prove that we have, a, we, have a, we have higher values than mere money when it comes to my ideas. <laughs> mm. yeah. So are you going to name them so we can beat, beat this poor person's name out or are you going to just leave that l- l- lay low? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let it lie low. He's um. He's gone on to bigger and better things, and uh, the nab moved on from the agency. And you know, mm. it just like there's a. I, I think there is this sense of um, we live in a world where my opinion matters, you know, and because I get an opinion, people assume they also get a vote. Does that does that kind of make sense? Like, it does. If, if you think that my opinion matters, it very closely follows on that if you don't like my opinion, therefore you don't like me. And so we live in this, we live in a world where there's, where, where people are intensely insecure because there's no rules in, in advertising agencies. They're a bit, they can be a bit amorphous at times. It's a bit of a free-for-all and that's not necessarily a bad thing. So you can't hold two ideas in your mind at the same time and argue the merits of both. And if you can't do that, then you can't really have a proper argument because you won't be able to refute the central idea and then figure out if the idea is any good and the execution is wrong or if the execution is great and the idea is wrong or if I'm actually completely full of garbage and your idea is the greatest thing that I've ever seen. I'm just blind to see it. Like you need to be able to have these intellectual little moments where you go, this is this is a good idea, this is a good idea, which is the best one? 
You know what, JD? I think your idea is bullshit. I'm not listening to this shit anymore. (laughs) You'll come back. You'll come back because you know we need each other. Come on. Come on. Come back in the room. There you go. See? (laughs) How many times have we seen that kind of crap go down? Oh, oh, yes. You're a bloody idiot. I don't have time to listen to this shit. (laughs) And what I've found as well is exactly what you were talking about then, there's so many things at play. When someone senior does that to someone junior, you take away all of that trust, all of that I'm going to put an idea forward, all of that we're going to foster and encourage, it's gone. And it's gone for a long time. You can go back in with your tail between your legs and go, you know what, had a crap day, my coffee was ordinary, my wife, my husband, my partner, all of that does not do anything. The damage you do by doing what, you know, the, the, the person you were talking about earlier with the older, uh, older creative director, younger uh, account service, they're too scared now to go and talk to the creative director because they're going to be belittled or, you know, they're going to be put down. Yeah. They really, the damage is enormous. If you flip it and do what you did with the guy who's the digital creative director and try and have the conversation whereby the idea is really solid, it's just not for this particular opportunity, that changes the landscape. Now, whoever that person was was obviously having a bad day because of the way they responded. But I do recall many times where we've seen sometimes creatives putting ideas forward when we're going through an internal think tank Mm. and their idea not getting up and them being miffed or, you know, like the dummy goes on the ground, the bottom lip falls and you've lost them for a few days. You know what I mean? You've lost them until you can get to a point of they're kind of back in the swing of it and, you know, it, it's almost like if, if, you, if you bring it to the connection of sport, it's almost like having a bad game. You know, if they feel their idea didn't get up, it's like I had a bad game. You know, you've got to go back. You've got to spend some time retraining and getting yourself ready to do another campaign or put another idea forward. So I think, I think arguments are a really interesting thing and something that you've really got to be good at managing and it's so, so good. focused on people to ensure that you get back to what you were saying before, JD. We're not making an earlier episode. We're not making the ad for you or me or potentially the creative director or the junior account service person or yeah. the junior creative. We're making the ad to appeal to our best customer. Yeah. And if you can keep the argument about that, it goes back to I really, I really like that that idea that you were talking about of if you get quality people inside an agency, in a team, and you understand what the purpose of the, of the project is, what the purpose, what the long-term purpose of the business is, if you can understand, if you can get good people and they're all focused on serve, creating the best possible result for a client based on what's the easy what's the most effective way of getting the customer to buy this product to think better about this product what what's the purpose and it comes back to the brief and we can have we can pick over that bone 
another day. But like it's, it's so important. Like if you don't have, if, if you're unsure about the brief, what are you arguing about? Like then it just becomes my idea's better. No, my idea's better. No, my idea's better. See, we could play this game. Here you go. My idea's better. No, my idea's better. No, my idea's better. No, my idea's better. And round and round and round we go. It's- you know what? That argument is gone if you ask enough questions up front. Before you start the idea process, ask the questions about the brief. Yeah. I mean, we've got a simple philosophy. There's no such thing as a bad brief. You've just got people that didn't ask enough questions to get the information you needed. Like, really? Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's not that hard. Not that hard. Question. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, if you do come to a point where you've interrogated the brief, you've asked the questions, you've got into the brief, and you realise, hang about, I've got this idea. It's not on brief, but I can see how it will help the client and make the customer feel better about the client's brand. Yeah. If you've got an idea like that. And there's a brief, quite often, briefs are like, we think the business issue is this, therefore the purpose of this brief is this, therefore we're looking for something to do that. Like a good brief will, you know, set those kind of things out. If you come with an idea, manage the people before you go into the room and have a massive argument over something that could have been handled with a quiet conversation out the back because everyone is all about helping the client making sure the customer feels better about the client's brand and selling more of that product. Common goal. That's what we've got to work towards. But I think you're right. Again, it comes back to that ability to diffuse the situation before it gets to an argument and also people being respectful of everyone. So so we'll talk about seniority, having more votes. But if you're in a, a great agency, Who's to say the idea can't come from the junior creative or the junior account service? I tell you what, there's been plenty of times of recent, you know, of, of recent times when those ideas are coming out of, of of younger people. So why not foster that? Why not grow it? What what what's what's the bad that can come from that? There's nothing bad that comes. There's nothing bad that comes from a good idea. I don't think. I mean, the smartest person than me once said, "JD, always hire people that are smarter than you because you always look better." I mean, that's. It's an age-old adage and, and you really got to make sure that you do look for smart people. And that's the, that I think is the, is, the, is the key to any kind of discussion inside an agency, inside any business really, yeah. is if you approach a, a problem with humility rather than with ego, you're probably more likely to come up with a better result then if you go in there thinking, I've got to win this argument, and and you and you just get to those points where someone says, well, what makes your argument so good? Because my bloody name's on the door. You know. Like, what makes it so good is it was mine. That's what makes it so good. I <laughs> uh, love it, JD. Shall we wrap there on another episode of The Bones of Advertising? No, I don't think you should. I think we should keep going. <laughs> I think that's good enough. I think I think if people haven't got the point by now, you know, they're a bunch of ass hats and they don't need we don't need to be talking to them. I love it. No, no, that see, that's just an insult. That's not an argument. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. I mean insults are fine. I'm quite I'm quite a, I'm okay with that with insults. I mean arguments, yeah, I think we've we've definitely covered the topic of arguments. <laughs>
Uh, JD, don't go changing. No, stay sexy. All right.